1: Welcome to another episode of cool things entrepreneurs do thanks for tuning back in it's been a lot of uh, fun lately around here hosting the show been meeting a lot more people you might have heard in Tuesday's show how I got to have a breakfast with a couple of other podcasters and how I kind of felt I was invited to the big kids table at that conversation but uh, it inspired me in a lot of good ways so the podcast continues to be a great tool for me personally to meet some new people, but also a great way to expose all of you who listen to really interesting people who are doing new things. And today's going to be the same thing. So today we're going to talk with Corey Damon. And Corey lives in Austin, Texas, where I live. He's sort of a new resident here. However, I don't know Corey. Corey is someone who reached out to me and said, hey, do you take outside guests for your show? And to be honest with you, if I'm really busy, I kind of ignore emails like that. But this morning, I had uh, an episode uh, scheduled to record, and somebody had to back out, and so I replied to his email and said, I would love to have you on the show because people who are you know, taking initiative and asking, that's one of the key things that I admire in other entrepreneurs. They just sort of say, let's go for it, and he did it at the exact right time, so I'm going to get to meet Corey as the rest of you. Get to meet Corey because I don't know very much about him. But as I said, Corey is here in Austin, Texas, and he is a partner in The Change Element, which is a coaching and training company, and they're based both here in Austin and in Los Angeles where he relocated from, which kind of a small world. I actually was born and raised in Los Angeles as well. I just got here 25 years ago. So Corey, I beat you to Austin by just a quarter century. Just a tad. That's right. So Corey, welcome to Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do.
0: Hey, Tom, thank you so much. Uh, and and I, if I can, I want to acknowledge you real quick and just say thank you and uh, show my appreciation to you, not only for um, your dedication to to your show and, and putting all this information out there for everybody, but also allowing me to to come on sort of out of nowhere so i certainly appreciate it
1: well i've only done that a few times and in every case well except for one and i won't tell you who that was in every case but one there's some of the best episodes so i'm a huge believer that serendipity opens up a lot of doors and windows and since you live locally who knows maybe we'll go grab lunch really soon and that will you know be
0: the start of a really good friendship so Corey, i I think so yeah
1: so, Corey, tell me about your business. What is The Change Element?
0: Yeah, The, the Change Element, it's, uh, it's a partnership between myself and, and two other partners that are in Los Angeles. But really, our, um, our, our goal, our whole concerted effort is about helping other people really uh, achieve success, but not just success, also significance. And we do that through holistic coaching, consulting, and, and training programs that we offer so it's uh, interesting
1: you bring up significance. That's a word that yeah. I use a lot in my own training and coaching because when I talk to people on a one-on-one basis and I sort of push them a little bit and get them to open up and when we finally get to that part where they're willing to sort of bear it all, everybody lets me know that they want to be significant. Now, not everybody uses that word. Sometimes it's it's phrased differently, but I believe that all of us, no matter who we are and what we do or where we live, we want to be significant. We want to be significant at work. To our families, in our community, in our faith community, in any organizations we participate in, we want to feel like we're making a contribution. And so that's a word that really resonates very hard with me. So so what do you guys do to help people be significant?
0: Really, it's it's all about the individual story. It's, it's not where we want to take somebody. It's, where, it's all about where somebody wants to go. And like you said, yeah, I think everybody intrinsically, we we all desire significance in one way or another. But for a lot of us, we we really uh, we wouldn't first off say that word. And then, two, we wouldn't really be able to articulate that. And oftentimes it's intermingled with this idea of success. And people think if if I can just have success, then I'll automatically have that significance that comes along with it but in in reality, the two are very distinct from one another and and I will even go to as far as suggesting that success without significance is is rather empty and and void because I think ultimately we all do want to to um, reach that level of significance that, that we really desire. And so for us, uh, at the change element, it's just understanding, uh, who the person is, where they are currently, where do they want to go, And how can we facilitate that? How can we help them move in that direction? And and not only help them move in that direction, but also really it's a it's all about discovery, a journey of discovery and figuring out, okay what really is important? What's meaningful to that person in addition to all of the things that they're passionate about and, and that they really want to put their focus and energy into? I, um, it, it's a, a, something I labeled myself, but I really truly believe it. I call myself the, the treasure hunter, which sounds kind of corny, but, but I really, <laughs> I love what it, what it means. And for, for me, I believe that everybody carries with them significant value, but for a lot of us, we've either lost it or we've forgotten that it, it was there. And so I, I feel compelled in my life to connect with other people and really help them find, Um, perhaps what's been lost or or what they didn't know was there. And that's the value that they already, the significant value that they already hold and and really help them dig that up and, and explore it and discover it. Well, you know,
1: you say being known as the treasure hunter is sort of corny, but at the end of the day, Really, I mean, that's, I think, a great moniker for a coach is somebody who's helping you find that treasure because I believe we all have that treasure inside of us. But, you know, you were talking about significance and that people mistakenly think that it's success. I think you're spot on because I actually believe that you can fake success, right? I could put on a $1,000 Armani suit. I could, you know, lease a $100,000 Mercedes Benz. I could, you know— buy front row tickets to some, you know, fancy show. And you guys would say, wow, look at Tom. He's crushing it. He is successful. So you can fake success and and a lot of people will fall for it but you can't fake significance because you don't get to walk into the room and say, hi, everybody, I'm Corey, and I am significant. Other right. people get to decide if you're significant to them, and then you get to decide if you're significant to yourself. But at the end of the day, you can fake success all day long, but significance, you, you can't wear it as a as a faux badge of honor. It has to be real.
0: No, it it uh it emanates, and, and really, it's, it's who you are at, at your core. And that's one of our our tagline for the change element is transformation changes everything. And, and so that's really at the crux of what we try and do is, is help people grasp and, and transform in the areas of their life that they're seeking to transform in. That's great. So anyway, did you always
1: work for yourself? Did you start off after college with like a real job? What's your background?
0: Yeah. So I went to college for a year and decided that college wasn't for me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, hey, that's not a bad college is not for everybody. And I think that's a bad thing in our society that we've Done the last couple decades is we've tried to convince everybody that that's the only path, and you know I think I think you're smart. If it's not for you, go find a different path.
0: Yeah, and it it was uh, the school I was attending. It was it was about twenty five thousand dollars a year, and I just couldn't doing the math. I couldn't see um, owing what I was going to owe when I stepped out. So. So I left and sort of went on a a journey through um, different companies and businesses. And and at one point, I decided to go to Europe and backpack for five weeks. So I quit the job that I had at the time, which was a decent job. I quit, went and backpacked, and and I kind of had in my head, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to stay somewhere in Europe. I, I just have to figure out where. And that didn't happen. I came back. And I needed a, a job just to to hold me over while I figured out what was going to happen. And so I started driving for a company for two days a week, and it was mid sized business. And within two years, I was actually the the director of operations for that company. And that came really because of it, not not because of the the necessarily the skills or intelligence I had, but just a a commitment, a a dedication to it and really honesty and transparency. So I ended up working with that company for nearly a decade as a director of operations. And and I never saw that company coming. I I didn't plan on that happening. Um, But while I was there, I, you know, I've always had a, a niche or a bug to go out on my own. And in the role I was in, it was in it was fun. I, I really I felt like I was in my sweet spot, engaging and, and leading teams and problem solving, casting vision, all those things. But I, I just I felt, OK, I'm doing this for another company. I want to do this for something that I am really uh, excited about, something that I'm passionate about and, and really want to put all my energy into that. And so I decided to jump out into business on my own after doing it as a side business on nights and weekends. Uh, and so with the support of my wife, I, I left that job and jumped into business on my own. And uh, it, it was uh, it was a rough go of things. It was a local uh, screen printing shop, uh, along with other types of printing. And it was really a, a welcome to reality moment for me. But and part of this is personality. Part of it is just, uh, putting my head down and really focusing in. I I realized like, okay, no, this is actually something that I enjoy doing. I enjoy the problem solving. I enjoy the, the creativity that comes with trying to figure things out. And fortunately, I was able to experience success over the years and we, we had triple digit growth for five straight years. And, then an opportunity came up for my wife and I to to move from Los Angeles to Austin, and we had never visited Austin before, uh, never been there, but we decided to do it. Um, I'm not I'm not sure why. Well, I am. I am sure why. Uh, we just felt like we wanted to shake things up a bit, so we did it. But my wife moved, um, transferred with another company and I decided I was going to sell the business. And that took a lot longer than I originally thought it was going to take. And that's a whole nother story in and of itself. (laughs) But I ended up selling it earlier this year in February, uh, moving out here to Austin. But in, in that, uh, time I knew, okay, probably the best thing for me to do is take what I know and move it online. And so I started a second company called T Dojo and it's an online crowdfunding site for fundraising with t-shirts. And I hired two guys to come and work with me in that, on that project. Um, And we still do that today. But as the three of us were working together and getting to know each other more and more, we realized, you know, we, we have a lot of things in common and really we have a, a heart to serve and see people grow and start to, to live life that they really desire to live. And so out of that, we formed the change element um, and and so that brings us where we are today, and, and really, it's uh, it, I can't sit here and tell you that it was intentional <laughs> that w- this is where we had planned to be. It's just sort of the the intersection of, of three guys that came together, and you know whether it's serendipity or whatever it might be, uh, it was the right spot at the right time, and we all really clicked. Um, we we had known each other for a while, but really, we had a, a heart and a vision that was uh, that was shared, and I think the the great thing. Really, about this is that I I have the entrepreneurial background. Another partner has um, the corporate background. He led teams and uh, put policies in place for a Fortune 100 company. And then the third partner has a nonprofit background, working for several nonprofits, including starting his own. So we we really have a, a diverse perspective. And so, when we're coaching clients, while each of us are, are working with clients one on one, we we rely heavily on each other to have that perspective and insight so that we can really speak into several, uh, many areas of people's lives. So that's how how uh, my entrepreneur career got started.
1: Sure. Well, like everybody, I think there's, you know, if you talk to 100 entrepreneurs, you're going to find 100 paths that led them there. But, it, but right. it's interesting because I was young. I was 25 when my wife and I decided, in fact, we weren't even married yet. We decided to come to Austin and we thought we would stay for three years. We thought, oh, we'll just have a little adventure, get out of California, give a new kind of little spark to it, and then, you know, head on back to the Golden State and 25.
0: Welcome to another
1: episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Thanks for tuning back in. It's been a lot of uh, fun lately around here hosting the show, been meeting a lot more people. You might have heard in Tuesday's show how I got to have a breakfast with a couple of other podcasters and how I kind of felt I was invited to the big kids table at that conversation. But uh, it inspired me in a lot of good ways. So the podcast continues to be a great tool for me personally to meet some new people, But also a great way to expose all of you who listen to really interesting people who are doing new things, and today's going to be the same thing. So today we're going to talk with Corey Damon, and Corey lives in Austin, Texas, where I live. He's sort of a new resident here. However, I don't know Corey. Corey is someone who reached out to me and said, hey, do you take outside guests for your show? And to be honest with you, if I'm really busy, I kind of ignore emails like that. But this morning I had uh, an episode uh, scheduled to record and somebody had to back out. And so I replied to his email and said, I would love to have you on the show because people who are you know, taking initiative and asking, that's one of the key things that I admire in other entrepreneurs. They just sort of say, let's go for it. And he did it at the exact right time. So I'm going to get to meet Corey as the rest of you get to meet Corey, because I don't know very much about him. But as I said, Corey is here in Austin, Texas, and he is a partner in The Change Element, which is a coaching and training company. And they're based both here in Austin and in Los Angeles, where he relocated from, which kind of a small world. I actually was born and raised in Los Angeles as well. I just got here 25 years ago. So Corey, I beat you to Austin by just a quarter century. Just a tad. That's right. So Corey, welcome to Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do.
0: Hey Tom, thank you so much. Uh, and and I, if I can, I want to acknowledge you real quick and just say thank you and uh, show my appreciation to you not only for um, your dedication to to your show and and putting all this information out there for everybody, but also allowing me to to come on sort of out of nowhere. So I certainly appreciate it.
1: Well, I've only done that a few times, and in every case—well, except for one—and I won't tell you who that was. In every case, but one, they're some of the best episodes. So, I'm a huge believer that serendipity opens up a lot of doors and windows. And since you live locally, who knows? Maybe we'll go grab lunch really soon, and that will, you know, be the start of a really good friendship. So, Corey, I,
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: So, Corey, tell me about your business. What is the change element?
0: Yeah, the the change element, it's uh it's a partnership between myself and and two other partners that are in Los Angeles. But really our um our, our goal, our whole concerted effort is about helping other people really uh achieve success, but not just success, also significance. And we do that through holistic coaching, consulting, and and training programs that we offer. So it's Uh, interesting
1: you bring up significance. That's a word that I use a lot in my own training and coaching because when I talk to people on a one-on-one basis and I sort of push them a little bit and get them to open up and when we finally get to that part where they're willing to sort of bear it all, everybody lets me know that they want to be significant. Now, not everybody uses that word. Sometimes it's it's phrased differently, but I believe that all of us, no matter who we are and what we do or where we live, we want to be significant. We want to be significant at work. To our families, in our community, in our faith community, in any organizations we participate in, we want to feel like we're making a contribution. And so that's a word that really resonates very hard with me. So so what do you guys do to help people be significant?
0: Really, it's it's all about the individual story. It's, it's not where we want to take somebody. It's, where, it's all about where somebody wants to go. And like you said, yeah, I think everybody intrinsically, we we all desire significance in one way or another. But for a lot of us, we we really uh, we wouldn't first off say that word. And then, two, we wouldn't really be able to articulate that. And oftentimes it's intermingled with this idea of success. And people think if if I can just have success, then I'll automatically have that significance that comes along with it. But in in reality, the two are very distinct from one another. And and I will even go to as far as suggesting that success without significance is is rather empty and and void. Because I think ultimately we all do want to to. Um, reach that level of significance that, that we really desire. And so for us uh, at The Change Element, it's just understanding uh, who the person is, where they are currently, where do they want to go, And how can we facilitate that? How can we help them move in that direction and and not only help them move in that direction, but also really it's a, it's all about discovery, a journey of discovery and figuring out, okay, what really is important, what's meaningful to that person in addition to all of the things that they're passionate about and, and that they really want to put their focus and energy into. I, um, it's a, a something I labeled myself, but I really, truly believe it. I call myself the the treasure hunter, which sounds kind of corny but but i really <laughs> I love what it what it means and for for me, I believe that everybody carries with them significant value, but for a lot of us we've either lost it or we've forgotten that it, it was there and so i I feel compelled in my life to connect with other people and really help them find. Um, perhaps what's been lost or or what they didn't know was there. And that's the value that they already, the significant value that they already hold and and really help them dig that up and, and explore it and discover it.
1: Well, you know, you say being known as the treasure hunter is sort of corny, but at the end of the day, Really, I mean, that's, I think, a great moniker for a coach is somebody who's helping you find that treasure because I believe we all have that treasure inside of us. But, you know, you were talking about significance and that people mistakenly think that it's success. I think you're spot on because I actually believe that you can fake success, right? I could put on a $1,000 Armani suit. I could, you know, lease a $100,000 Mercedes Benz. I could, you know buy front row tickets to some, you know, fancy show. And you guys would say, wow, look at Tom. He's crushing it. He is successful. So you can fake success and and a lot of people will fall for it. But you can't fake significance because you don't get to walk into the room and say, hi, everybody. I'm Corey and I am significant other right. people get to decide if you're significant to them and then you get to decide if you're significant to yourself but at the end of the day you can fake success all day long but significance you you can't wear it as a as a faux badge of honor it has to be real
0: no it, it uh it emanates and and really it's, it's who you are at, at your core and that's one of our, our our tagline for the change element is transformation changes everything and and so that's really at the crux of what we try and do is is help people grasp and, and transform in the areas of their life that they're seeking to transform in. That's great. So anyway, did
1: you always work for yourself? Did you start off after college with like a real job? What's your background?
0: Yeah. So I went to college for a year and decided that college wasn't for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, hey, that's not a bad college is not for everybody. And I think that's a bad thing in our society that we've done in the last couple decades is we've tried to convince everybody that that's the only path. And, right. you know, I think, I think you're smart. If it's not for you, go find a different path.
0: Yeah. And it, it was, uh, the school I was attending it was it was about twenty five thousand dollars a year and I just couldn't doing the math I couldn't see um, owing what I was going to owe when I stepped out so. So I left and sort of went on a a journey through um, different companies and businesses. And and at one point, I decided to go to Europe and backpack for five weeks. So I I quit the job that I had at the time, which was was a decent job. I quit, went and backpacked, and and I kind of had in my head, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to stay somewhere in Europe. I I just have to figure out where. And that didn't happen. I came back. And I needed a, a job just to... To hold me over while I figured out what was going to happen, and so I started driving for a company for two days a week, and it was mid-sized business. And within two years, I was actually the the director of operations for that company, and that came really because of it, not not because of the the. Necessarily, the skills or intelligence I had, but just a, a commitment, a, a dedication to it, and really honesty and transparency. So I ended up working with that company for nearly a decade as a director of operations, and I never saw that company coming. I, I didn't plan on that happening. Um, but while I was there, I you know I've always had a niche or a bug to go out on my own. And in the role I was in, it was in it was fun. I I really I felt like I was in my sweet spot, engaging and, and leading teams and problem solving, casting vision, all those things. But I, I just I felt, OK, I'm doing this for another company. I want to do this for something that I am really uh, excited about, something that I'm passionate about and, and really want to put all my energy into that. And so I decided to jump out into business on my own after doing it as a side business on nights and weekends. Uh, and so, with the support of my wife, I, I left that job and jumped into business on my own. And uh, it, it was uh, it was a rough go of things. It was a local uh, screen printing shop uh, along with other types of printing, and it was really a, a welcome to reality moment for me. But and part of this is personality. Part of it is just, uh, putting my head down and really focusing in. I I realized like, okay, no, this is actually something that I enjoy doing. I enjoy the problem solving. I enjoy the, the creativity that comes with trying to figure things out. And fortunately, I was able to experience success over the years. And we, we had triple digit growth for five straight years. And, then an opportunity came up for my wife and I to to move from Los Angeles to Austin, and we had never visited Austin before, uh, never been there, but we decided to do it. Um, I'm not I'm not sure why. Well, I am. I am sure why uh, we just felt like we wanted to shake things up a bit. So we did it, but. My wife moved, um, transferred with another company, and I decided I was going to sell the business. And that took a lot longer than I originally thought it was going to take. And that's a whole nother story in and of itself. <laughs> but I ended up selling it earlier this year in February, uh, moving out here to Austin. But in in that uh, time, I knew, okay, probably the best thing for me to do is take what I know and move it online. And so I started a second company called T-Dojo, and it's an online crowdfunding site for fundraising with t-shirts and I hired two guys to come and work with me in that on that project, um, and we still do that today, but as the three of us were working together and getting to know each other more and more, we realized you know we, we have a lot of things in common, and really we have a, a heart to serve and see people grow and start to, to live life that they really desire to live and so out of that we formed the change element. Um, and, and so that brings us where we are today. And, and really, it's uh, it, I can't sit here and tell you that it was intentional, <laughs> that w- this is where we had planned to be. It's just sort of the, the intersection of, of three guys that came together. And you know, whether it's serendipity or whatever it might be, uh, it was the right spot at the right time. And we all really clicked. Um, we, we had known each other for a while, but really we had a, a heart and a vision that was, uh, that was shared. And I think the, the great thing really about this is that I, I have the entrepreneurial background. Another partner has um, the corporate background. He led teams and uh, put policies in place for, a for Fortune 100 company. And then the third partner has a nonprofit background working for several nonprofits, including starting his own. So we, we really have a, a diverse perspective And so, when we're coaching clients, while each of us are are working with clients one on one, we rely heavily on each other to have that perspective and insight so that we can really speak into several. Uh, many areas of people's lives. So that's how how uh, my entrepreneur career got started.
1: Sure. Well, like everybody, I think there's, you know, if you talk to 100 entrepreneurs, you're going to find 100 paths that led them there. But it, but right. it's interesting because I was young. I was 25 when my wife and I decided, in fact, we weren't even married yet. We decided to come to Austin and we thought we would stay for three years. We thought, oh, we'll just have a little adventure, get out of California, give a new kind of little spark to it, and then, you know, head on back to the Golden State. And 25 years later, we're still in Austin and found Austin <laughs> to just be the most amazing place for us to have been able to raise our children and to be able to build a life. And of course, Austin was a totally different place 25 years ago. The the overall population of the area was 800,000. There were no traffic reports on the radio mm-hmm. because there was barely any traffic. And of course, now we're 1.6 million people and you can't get from here to there. But uh, I still hope that you and your wife have a similar type experience that we did where you look back and say, Austin was it.
0: Yeah, I, I think we will. We are. Uh, we're certainly enjoying it. Definitely. Definitely. Look forward to a long, long stay.
1: So you spent 10 years working for that company and then you went to work for yourself and now you have this new venture working for yourself with some partners. Partners. What is uh, the part that you love about being an entrepreneur?
0: Yeah, so b- besides the the freedom, I think that's maybe one of the obvious things that I also love. Really, the the make it or break it um, atmosphere of it all. It, it's really okay. I am I'm really in control of what's going to happen here. E- either I'm going to make this work, or it's not going to work. And and. I'm actually OK with uh, things not working out, and I'm OK even with failure in and of that it's a learning experience and I can apply it to the next thing. But I, I love that sort of make it or break it, that um, I'm not going to blame anybody else, that it, my success is, is going to be dependent on my ability to, to do what I need to do and uh, seek the wisdom and influence of people that I need around me. But maybe the, the most the thing that I love the most is the creativity of it, um, of developing things, but also the problem solving. Uh, and, and now I, I have to say that the change element is, is by far the, the, the thing that probably fulfills me more than anything, any other venture I've done. Just because I see the impact that that it's having on individuals and their lives.
1: So Corey, what is the part you don't like? Come on, ten years working for somebody else. There's got to be some days you wake up and go, "Oh my goodness."
0: <laughs> yeah. What What did I do this for? <laughs> yeah. The uh, without doubt the accounting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that,
0: man. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I. I. Yeah. I can't stand the accounting and just the. While I I see the necessity for being organized in that that area of business, I just I don't like those. Those tasks, so it's important for me to find somebody else to, to take care of those things.
1: I under, I understand that story of my life. <laughs> hey, so Corey, what piece of advice do you have for people who maybe have that little entrepreneurial drive inside them that you had when you were working for that bigger company, and they maybe want to go start their own thing? What what advice do you have for them?
0: Yeah, w- without a doubt, um, for for me anyway, it would be to have very clear and distinct goals. And then not only have those clear goals, but then uh, creating a step-by-step plan on how to achieve those goals. And I think that was probably my my biggest downfall when I jumped into it on my own. I didn't I didn't really have a plan or goals. I just thought, okay, this is something that I'm going to work really hard and make happen. But working hard of and on its own really is a, a, a path to failure. It's not about working hard. It's about working uh, with wisdom, working smarter, not harder. Um, so having that plan and a step-by-step plan to, to get you to the goals that you desire. And, and then the other thing, too, would be finding partners, which was also, um, it took me a lot longer than it should have, and, and I didn't want to find partners, but they are absolutely essential to our success. And um, so the sooner you can find partners, the the better off you're going to be.
1: So, Corey, this leads me to the new section of the show. You're the first person to have this, and this is sort of the three pearls of wisdom. So I have three quick questions and really quick, what wisdom do you have for people listening? And for those of you who've never heard this section before, because it's new, every week it'll be different questions. I may repeat some of them. Maybe someday I'll settle on three questions I ask everybody, but for the three pearls of wisdom, hey, Corey, what drives you crazy? What mistakes that other people make? Do you just look at them and shake your head and go, that drives me wild. Don't do that.
0: Yeah, you know, it kind of goes back to my advice in that they're uh, they're running around in circles and not really knowing where they're going. So so they don't have a, a clear target in, in mind.
1: So and how can people change their mindset? If people feel they're stuck in a rut, what can they do to sort of shift that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, oftentimes the rut is due to a lack of clarity. And so really it's, it's getting clarity. And, and sometimes we can get that clarity on our own. A lot of times we need the, the help of somebody else to, to really move us in the right direction and, and get that clarity that we need.
1: And the third pearl of wisdom is where do you turn for education and inspiration?
0: Yeah, for education, books. I, I read books like crazy. I love reading uh, and the information that comes from that. For in- inspiration, um, really for me, it's scriptures uh, I am a, an avid reader of scriptures and just love the, the dynamic, uh, that we find with humanity within scripture. It's great storytelling.
1: No. And so I always tell this story. My father always said he lived to be 99 years old and we would ask him, we'd say, dad, how have people changed over the century? And he always said, people haven't changed. Just the tools we use to communicate have changed. And his example was, you know, yeah, you now all have phones on you and we didn't have that throughout humanity. But if you want to see how similar people are, just go read the Bible. And yeah. he, he wasn't stating it from a, a religious standpoint. He was stating it that what are the topics of the stories in the Bible? Well, there's famine, and there's greed, and there's lust, and there's wars, and there's cheating. And he would go through the you know the litany of all the different things that are written about in the Bible, and he said, then go turn on the 6 o'clock news.
0: What are the stories? And you know what? They were the same stories. Absolutely. The, the human dynamic hasn't changed.
1: No, not very much. Hey, Corey, I've got a couple more questions for you, but before we do that, I've got to thank our sponsor. So this episode is brought to you by Podfly Productions. Podfly takes the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. Podfly sets you up with the right equipment, training, and guidance to ensure that you sound amazing. Podfly does all the heavy lifting and the technical work so that you can focus on creating great content and growing your audience. For an exclusive offer to those of you listening, go to podfly.net slash cool things and see what they have to offer. So Corey, I call the show Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. So what's the coolest thing you're doing in your business right now?
0: Right now, we uh, we just finished creating a course. And the, the course is called Design Your Life, The Blueprint to Successful Goals. And really, this came out of... Uh, Uh, our own necessity and, and figuring out what we needed and how, what we needed and what was going to move us in that direction. And so we did a ton of research and really we didn't find what we needed. So we did the next best thing like an entrepreneur would, and we created it ourselves. And so uh, it, it's worked for us, it's worked for others in their case studies that we've done. So this is really our focus right now. It's um, this seven-module seven course with a bunch of videos and it's packed with all kinds of great content. And it's not just about creating clear goals, it, it's also steeped in achieving those goals, so actually executing on the plans that we create. So that that's a, the exciting thing that we're doing right now.
1: And where would people find that if they had an interest in that?
0: Yeah, you can go to the change element dot com. And it will be right there on the homepage.
1: Excellent. Well, I'm a big believer in goal setting, and I'm always shocked how many people have all these excuses of why they don't set goals. You know, and I always remind them that a goal is just a target, right? I mean, if if you're not shooting for something, then you're just floating around. You wouldn't want your pilot to, you know, take off from Los Angeles, headed for Honolulu and and just say, I'm going to fly west because eventually they're going to run out of gas. And if there's not an island under you, There's not a runway there. It's a really bad way for your plane to land. So you want to make sure that that pilot has a goal, but along the way, there's storms and there's headwinds and there's other things, you're going to get bounced around but the goal, the target, helps keep you on track. And so all these people who say yeah, I don't believe in goal setting, I think where are you meandering your life towards if you don't have some sort of a written goal that you're really working towards? So I think that's a great a great, cool thing that you're working on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's exciting and fun. I use that a similar analogy in the course. Uh, I say if we don't have goals, it's like trying to shoot at a target in the dark. Yeah, and Maybe you'll get lucky, but most likely you're not.
1: That's so. right. That's right. So I I always think that some of the best entrepreneurs, I believe that they're observers, and so I don't think they just want to talk to themselves. I mean, we could talk about Corey Damon all day long and about the change element, but I think the best entrepreneurs are watching what other people are doing. So who is someone out there that you see – where you say, wow, they're crushing it.
0: Yeah, you know, um, quite a, quite a few come to mind, but the, the one I'm going to point out is Gary Keller with Keller Williams Realty. Yep. Uh, and and really why he stands out to me right now anyway is because here's a, a guy that has achieved success by anybody's standards, um, crazy success, but he's really at a point in his life where he, he is... Um, wanting significance and so he's giving back in a way of just really giving people information and knowledge and giving from his heart to to really um find and explore that significance even deeper so i really like his story and his heart for not just not just achieving success but but really finding significance through it
1: well and keller williams has grown into you know the largest real estate company out there and another homegrown austin company so uh, yeah good good yeah. choice and gary keller so the other question i ask everybody is it's not just about you it's not just about making money in addition to being great observers entrepreneurs want to leave their mark on the world so what do you do to give back to the greater good
0: yeah and i I love this question because really that's um that at least i'd like to think that's what my life is about giving back and so i've you know i've done things like go to mexico to help build uh homes for orphanages um feeding people on skid row but but really uh my wife and I have a shared dream, and this is really personal. So I'm glad it's just you and I talking, Tom. Oh yeah, and you know the couple of thousand downloads we get per episode, <laughs> right? <laughs> but you know, there's uh, power and freedom and transparency. So I'm just going to be transparent. Uh, we have a dream of opening up a, a ranch where we have uh, where we rescue animals, particularly dogs. But we want to partner with uh, foster kids and orphanages to to bring in those kids um, who haven't really had uh, uh, our experienced unconditional love and, and really try and give that to them there at that ranch. So we, we weren't able to have kids on our own, but we really have a heart for uh, loving kids. And so that's our, our dream. And we've set goals to, to make that happen in five years. So that's that's what we're focused on. That's awesome.
1: So Corey, it's been a pleasure having you here on Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. I think you shared a lot of great advice for the listeners. If someone's listening and they go, "I got to find the change element," I got to find Corey Damon. How do they find you?
0: Yeah, so again, the uh, the ChangeElement uh, and you can see not only me, but you can also look at the the two partners that are there, uh, all the services that we offer, as well as the Design Your Life Blueprint to Successful Goals course.
1: Excellent. Well, again, thank you for being on the show, and for those of you who tuned in, thank you very much. I say it every week. We wouldn't have a show if it wasn't for the people who listened. So I really, really appreciate you. And I know a lot of you have been reaching out to me because I've been talking about the Cool Things Project, the, the group coaching program that I'm starting. I'll be honest, you know, because as he said, transparency, that's a good thing. It has been a little harder to set up than I thought. So I've got a list of people who would like to participate, but I'm trying to make sure that I'm getting all of the pieces of the puzzle taken care of to make sure that there's gonna be real value in this group coaching program. And what we're looking for is people, maybe who were like I was when I was working for our company, they, they wanna go do their own thing. They wanna find their way to branch out. But who do you talk about? You can't go tell your coworkers, hey, I'm thinking of leaving and going and starting this thing. And sometimes you can't talk to your husband or wife because they're like, whoa, what about that income that you know we like to use to do things like feed the children and pay the mortgage? So I want to put together sort of a safe little nest of friends where we can share ideas and learn from each other and learn from each other's experiences and help each other come up with their ideas and fine tune what they're doing. So if you're interested in being a part of it, just send me an email at Tom, T-H-O-M, at TomSinger.com. And as soon as I get the right number of people and all the things in place it takes to do this right, I will be in touch with you and we'll set it up. It's going to be very affordable and hopefully it's going to provide great value. So again, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back in a couple of days with another interview with somebody very cool here on Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do.
0: Go on out there and have a great day.